Hey guys, um, it's me, Willie, um, and welcome back to the latest episode of Willie Talk Sports, where we're going to be talking about the Justin Herbert versus Tua Tagovailoa game that happened uh, this past Sunday. Um, you know, this was a matchup that I was very much looking forward to, not just as a Justin Herbert fan, but also as a Miami Dolphins fan. I was very much looking forward to this matchup just to see like what these two rookie quarterbacks could do. And I wasn't disappointed. Um, you know, the game did start off a little slow. I will admit, you know, it really wasn't like one of those games that like really caught your attention there at first. It was really mostly just three and outs, really. Like it really wasn't like uh, like a real, like, competitive back-and-forth, you know, game. Um, but then it started to become that way, especially when Tua came in and just started throwing dimes. He started, you know, running around in the pocket, you know, escaping the pressure. And, you know, I will say this. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Justin Herbert fan, as you guys are very well aware I'm also a big Miami Dolphins fan because they are my hometown team. And of course, I'm going to support my hometown, te- hometown team. Um, but what I saw from Tua Tagovailoa, it's nothing short of magical what this guy can do in the pocket and, you know, throwing the football and everything like that. Like, honestly, man, or honestly, guys, you know, when I look at Tua Tagovailoa, I don't see somebody that just got off of a serious injury. You know what I mean? I see somebody who was never injured. I see the Tua Tungavailoa that I saw back at Alabama. I don't see the Tua Tungavailoa who had that devastating, awful hip injury. Um, you know, and, and that's a really, really, really good sign especially if you're a Miami Dolphins fan or if you're just a Tua fan in general. It's just really exciting and, and you know, you're really happy to see Tua succeed in this position. And you're really, really happy to not only see him succeed, but you're also really, really happy to see him in this position for the Miami Dolphins and being in this starting position where he can do great things. And I know that he will do great things. As you guys are well aware, the Miami Dolphins have had numerous issues with quarterbacks and drafting quarterbacks. Um, For example, let me just use this one example here. We had the opportunity to get Drew Brees. Drew Brees. We had the opportunity to get Drew Brees. Who do we end up taking? That's right. Dante Culpepper. And how did that work out for us? Not very well. We had another quarterback, Chad Henney. And Chad Henney didn't really work out that much either. I don't even think that man is in the NFL anymore because I have not heard that name in a hot minute. I've not heard of, I have not heard Chad Henney's name in a hot minute until I just mentioned it right now. I think that man is no longer in the NFL. Simple as that. Um, enough said. And, of course, the most famous quarterback that we've had that was a bust for us, but not necessarily a bust in general, was Ryan Tannehill. Now, Ryan Tannehill, when he was with the Miami Dolphins, you know, he had a very, 
I don't really want to say piss poor rookie season, but it wasn't the best. And, you know, you tend to forgive a quarterback whenever they're playing in a rookie season. You tend to forgive them because their team is not that good. Their team is, you know, still kind of trying to find their identity and still trying to rebuild. Or at least some teams are. Not all teams, but some teams are. Um, so I forgave Ryan Tannehill for his uh, rookie year. Um, I didn't really put the blame all on him. I put the blame really like on the team itself and on the organization and on the coaching. But Ryan Tannehill didn't really put the blame on him that much. Now, as the season started to go on and on with Tannehill under center in Miami, I started to blame him more and more because, you know, the second season, eh, you know what, not really too much blame to put on the quarterback, but still, when you have, you know, when you have a quarterback going into their second season, you want to see improvements. You want to see not just improvements, but you want to see that quarterback come into their own. Tannehill didn't really do that in his second season or his third season or really even his fourth season here in Miami. He was very lackluster. He was very just poor. And You know, there was people comparing him to Dan Marino, saying that he was going to be the next Dan Marino for us, for the Miami Dolphins. And I believed that for a little bit. But then as I started to see Tannehill play more and more here in Miami, I just didn't really see where those comparisons had even come from. I mean, there is only one Dan Marino, and I don't think anybody can replace him. Just the simple fact of how great Dan Marino was and how great he was here for the culture for the Miami Dolphins. But, you know, now when I look at it, you know, now when I look at the Dolphins, or not even when I look at the Dolphins, when I look at Ryan Tannehill and his time here with the Dolphins, I don't, because I would blame him a lot for a lot of the little mistakes that he made, for all the interceptions, all the all the loose fumbles that he that he um, sustained, I would blame him for all of that without knowing the inner machinations of the team and the inner machinations of the coaching. So, you know, you know now I know to blame Coach Joe Philbin and Coach Adam Gase for the terrible job they did in coaching Tannehill because. You know, had we had Brian Flores during that time when Tannehill was coming in, you know, as a rookie and and all of that stuff, I feel that if we had Brian Flores at that time, I feel like Tannehill would have been how he is right now in Tennessee. You know, in Tennessee, Tannehill is taken over. That man has been an absolute stud, an absolute machine in Tennessee. He's been fantastic. I mean, you know, he he has been their main focal point on offense along with Derrick Henry. I mean, of course, Derrick Henry is their first focal point on offense, and then you've got Tannehill. But man, Tannehill has been great for the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, when we traded him, I was like, good, good riddance. But now I look at him in Tennessee, and I'm like, man, we really should have kept him around. Like, man, we really should have kept Tannehill around because with good, you know, with a good coaching staff around him and good players, he could have been great here in Miami. 
um, you know, there is, so, I mean, look, you know, there it is. I mean, you know, we haven't really had the best luck with drafting quarterbacks or with getting quarterbacks. Um, but I think that Tua Tungavailoa is special, and I think that he is definitely going to come into his own here. I mean, the Miami Dolphins are six and three, guys. They're six and three. I didn't think that we were going to be saying this this season. I didn't think that we were going to be saying the Dolphins are six and three and they have a chance to make the playoffs. I don't think we had any idea that that was even going to happen. And to be quite honest, I didn't even expect it to happen. As a Miami Dolphins fan, I didn't even expect that to happen either. Um, it's, it's just something that I look at now and I'm like, wow, I can't believe that we're at this point now where we're actually meshing together well as a team and we're actually winning football games and we're doing it in convincing fashion, mind you. Um, it's crazy guys. It's just crazy to see how well Tua has, you know, because Honestly, I was not expecting Tua to play at all this season. I mean, I was expecting him to come in maybe like as relief for whenever we had, like, for example, like when he came in during that blowout win that we had against the New York Jets, I was expecting, you know, him to come in for something like that, like come in for a relief of Ryan Fitzpatrick and ever, you know, Fitzmagic wasn't playing that well or something like that. But I didn't expect him to get the starting job so soon. And I didn't expect him to take the, you know, to take the, you know, take the bull by the horns and just do as great as he is right now. But he has. And it's been a big surprise. And I, I am so happy for Tua. And I'm so happy to see him succeeding and, you know, to see him come back from this, from this freaking awful, awful injury. And to see him come back so much stronger than ever. It's just, it's great to see Now, I also want to get into Justin Herbert here and the way that the Chargers have been playing because it was very, very evident in the game against the Dolphins that they had this past Sunday. The Chargers defense is terrible, people. The Chargers defense is god-awful. I remember there was a play in that game where, like, Tua handed it off to um, one of the uh, practice squad wide wide receivers that they had signed. He had handed it off to him. And it was about to be for, for like, a loss. It was about to be a loss of yards. That practice squad wide receiver, he, listen, man, that guy moved and ducked and weaved around that Chargers defense, and he ended up making it a gain, a gain of yards, not a loss, which is what it, Should have been, but again, ladies and gentlemen, the Chargers were supposed to be a playoff team this season. Quite honestly, I don't think they are. They're not playing like a playoff team. They are very much playing like a team that needs a a little bit more help. You know what I mean? I mean, this team, it's good on paper. You've got Justin Herbert, 
the young kid from Oregon with the cannon arm and the mobility. You've got Keenan Allen, a, an absolute freaking monster of a wide receiver. You've got Mike Williams, another absolute monster of a wide receiver. You've got Hunter Henry, who is an amazing tight end. And then, and then you've got really good pieces on defense. You've got Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, um, Perryman. You know, you've got a lot of great people on the defense and on the offensive side. But they just can't get it together. And, you know, it's it's like I said with Tannehill just like a few moments ago. It's all, It all has to do with the coaching. And it all has to do with how these players are coached. And I got to say, man, Anthony Lynn, not really coaching them that well. Anthony Lynn, you know, I mean, they've only had two wins this season, people. Two wins. And the rest have been losses. Six. They're two and six. That's not good. That's pretty terrible. And they were supposed to be a playoff team. I don't think so. There was just so many moments in that game where the defense just let these huge plays happen, like that, like that big, uh, like that big pass that Tua threw to Devontae Parker. That was that. I mean, that wasn't blown coverage, but man, that was just awful positioning there by the Chargers defense. Um, I mean, there was just I. They, they need a lot more help, guys. They are definitely not a playoff team, at least not yet. Um, you know, I feel that now since they have Justin Herbert and, you know, he's, he's doing extremely well, I think they will be in the playoff race eventually, just definitely not this year. Um, I think after this year, Anthony Lynn is fired. I think they're definitely going to fire Anthony Lynn and, you know, get another coach for sure. Um, I feel like Anthony Lynn, he's done a good job for the tenure that he was here in, uh, San, in, uh, Los Angeles for the Chargers, but it just hasn't worked out and it hasn't really produced, you know, it, it's, I think he's been to like a couple playoff games, but never ones that amounted to a win for the LA Chargers. Just ones that were, oh yeah, you know, they get beat down. That's it. Um... But, I mean, in all actuality, man, both quarterbacks looked pretty good. Um, you know, Justin Herbert got off to a slow start, as did Tua. You know, both of them did get off to, like, a slow start. You know, both of them got off to, like, what? What was it? Like, 8-12, and 7-12, and 8-12. and 12, You know, 8 out of 12 passes completed for Justin Herbert, and then 7 out of 12 passes completed for Tua. They started off very, very slow at first. And then they eventually picked it up and, and you know, you know they, they made it a really fun, entertaining game. And you see, that's the game that I was expecting. I just didn't expect it to start so slow. Um, well, I mean, I do want to talk, though, now about where I see Tua and Justin Herbert going after this game here. Um, I really do see them. Uh, you know, I see Tua. Well, then again. I do see Tua and Justin Herbert, you know, becoming like big sensations for their respective teams. And I definitely see them, um, you know, continuing this hot streak they've been on. Um, 
especially in Justin Herbert's case. Justin Herbert has been on a on a really good streak. Like the, the like Justin Herbert has been great people, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan of him, but I'm saying that because it's the truth. This man has truly been on a hot streak and he's truly been on a roll, and I expect him to continue that in route to winning offensive rookie of the year. But 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 it's not going to be easy because he's got some competition in Joe Burrow and Tua Tungavailawa. Um, and with Tua, I see him making it to the playoffs in his rookie season. Not winning. I don't see them winning. I don't see the Dolphins winning in the playoffs. I see them making it to the playoffs, but I don't see them winning. But hey, who knows, guys? Stranger things have happened in the NFL, and stranger things have happened in life. So who knows where Tua will lead the Dolphins? Who knows? We we might actually make it to the uh, to the to the to the conference. Uh, well, not conference. To the uh, uh, man. What to the uh, championship game? Who knows? We might make it there. You never know. Um. But yeah, guys. Um, my thoughts on the game. You know, if if they weren't, you know. If it wasn't like obvious already what I thought about the game, I thought it was a great game, a very, very fun, entertaining game that was slow. Um, you know, it started off slow and it started to pick up a little bit more and more eventually down the line. But I mean, other than that, guys, it was a really, really fun game, like really, really entertaining, which was what which was which was what I was expecting it to be. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's really all I have to say about this game, guys, and what I have to say about. Justin Herbert and, and Tua, you know, moving forward from this and, you know, where they go. And, you know, they're they're going to continue doing what they're doing and they're going to continue, you know, going on these hot streaks that they've been going on. Uh, Justin Herbert will miss out on the playoffs, of course, because his team is not really looking too good. Uh, now they're two and seven, but um, they were two and six coming into the game and now they're two and seven. So, you know, Justin Herbert will miss the playoffs, but that's okay. You know, he's a rookie, so it's a-okay. You know, there's no reason to be ashamed about it or, or anything like that. You know, he did his best with what he had and in, in the position that he was put in. So I can't really put all the blame on him. Now, next season, I'm going to be a little bit more critical of him if he doesn't play as well as he did this season. And Tua, like I said, I see Tua going – going to the playoffs in his rookie season. And I, and I don't see them winning, but I feel like it'll make Dolphins fans happy that they have this guy under center and that, you know, we have this guy, Tua Tungavailawa, who not only is a great quarterback and what he's shown so far, but I feel like he can be the best quarterback that the Dolphins have had, at least in the modern era of football. Um. Thank you guys for coming to my to my latest episode of the podcast. Um, I really appreciate all my listeners and I really appreciate all you guys coming in to hear me talking about, you know, what I'm passionate about, which is sports. Um, I hope you guys have a have a great rest of the day, a great rest of your night and take care.